Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away if you're going. Leave the sink and shake. All right. Welcome. Welcome to the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. But we call it home every Sunday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. Coming to you 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. You can catch us on iTunes. Just search The Outdoor Zone. Catch us on Spotify. And the other one that I always forget. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. You catch us on SoundCloud. Just search the Outdoor Zone. Look for the for the Regulators Texas Ranger Star. That's Says right. the Outdoor Zone. Anyway, we've got uh, Road Rash. Twist and Wires came in early. I think he slept here. I wouldn't doubt it. Wouldn't be the first time. Yeah. Well, you know he's dedicated to his job. That's right. Is it serious? You can tell, can't you? Yes. Road Rash, thank I wish you for Twisting Wires being here this morning. I'm Cody Ryan. I'm your host. Sitting in with me this morning, Beef Steak. Oh, yeah. He's back in the bunkhouse. TJ is down in Bryan College Station, and he is uh, entertaining the first round of Chirins. Are they coming? Are they Utes. today? Call them Utes. Are they going down today? Are uh, they going meet? in today? Yep. Going in today. Yep. So, in fact, uh, I'm going in too. Yes, you are. You're going to the ranch to drop off uh, your grandson. Oh yeah, his very first KOZ big camp, man. Big camp for uh, KOZ, the annual summer camp going on, where a group of nine to nine to eight to eighteen year old. Boys will be headed down to summer camp for a week of uh, work. It's an extreme camp, yeah. Yeah. Everything from shooting guns to shooting hogs to swimming to being in a 4th of July parade in a little in little Whitlock, Texas. Learning, uh, getting their hunt master or hunt certification, hunter yep. certified, yep. hunter they, certification. Hunter's Ed. Hunter's Ed. Right. That's and they do that the, the missing first day. link yep. that I was looking for. <laughs> so uh, you were not here last week here in the bunkhouse. You went <clears> on <throat> an adventure down to the salty waters, the oh, Texas yeah. coast, and you had not done that before. You took your aluminum bass boat. That sounded bad, but yes, huh? <laughs> it's a Tracker 19, yeah. you know, foot. Yeah. Um. And uh, you had quite the adventure. Not a not a typical beefsteak <laughs> disco, well planned out adventure. You went with the guys, yeah, and y'all just went with the whatever was in front of you. Uh, yeah, they kept it was quite a, the, the the theme was just wing it, and I'm not used to that. But no, you can't stand that. I you have a hard opposite. time with, like the show this morning. It's driving you nuts that I don't have you a copy of what we're going to talk about. <clears throat> a little bit, you know. I'm sitting here pulling on my hair. Yeah, I'm you just have to sit back, my hands, relax, trust that. Oh, I've so got ju- it so just like when we show up and you know the place we're supposed to go and launch in a nice little cove marina off of the Galveston Bay for the place that we were staying. Yeah. The the uh, key had changed in June, the 1st of June. Big sign. You get up in the morning, you're up, man, you get about three hours of sleep because by the time we 
got in and got it because had to leave after everybody you know got off, got work. off work and yeah you got to load everything up and there's always a bucky stop you know on the way that's where we ate actually <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of cool but we get to the marina and uh and he's like huh that's weird and it says as of june 1st all the keys have changed or something like hmm you know oh. what i mean oh, great. i think i would have I don't know. Well, I you can't would say have called. I would have known that, you but would I would have e- called. You would have emailed. You would have had three sets of the keys made, one for each one on little floaties, and the name on the floaty of where the key goes. And yeah, I get, I get it. I get it. Yeah, and, and so we pull up, and it was like, huh, okay, well, I guess that won't work. And so the guy guy calls the landlord or the property manager because the number's on there. It's yeah. like, if you need something, call me. She and he got and you know get this. This is before sunrise, right? Early yeah. in the morning, she answers the phone. She goes, "I don't get up before six thirty. Clings up. Yeah. Okay. So just uh, plan Z. <laughs> All right. We were to Z? plan Z. You, we were to, you just got there. Well, there were about eighteen plans in between that of where we we're going to oh, go. My so gosh. we get to uh, we the only place really You're to pull in or what they do. No, San Luis Pass. Yeah. Okay. okay. Have you ever been there? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's notorious. One of the guys that was with us does swift water rescue for, uh, he's a fireman. Yeah. And he's part of that. That's where they go train. Yeah. Under the bridge right there. Okay. So you, there's riptides going everywhere, man. Part of, part of it's going in. The other half of the channel, of the river, whatever you want to call it, yeah. is going the other way. Right. At the right. same time. Right. So we get the boat pulled out. <clears throat> Marina's about 30 inches of water, you know, and I'm like, oh, it's not too bad. You know, trim it up. I understand it's a cove and all that. A get cove. Out. <clears throat> a cove. A marine. It is a cove, uh, literally. Okay. okay. It's got a two a boat launch, and that's about it, right? Okay. So we get out there, and we're like, all right, man, just like a lake. All right, sunrise. Let's I said, which way do we go? And they're like, I don't know, that looks good over there. But I'm oh, playing it out. And in about, oh, three minutes, it's like, <laughs> guess what? There's a huge, gigantic, enormous sandbar. Yeah. The whole thing. I mean. Yeah, that's so the coast. I did you gotta not. Run, you got to run markers or you got to have a graph? That, there are no markers. Well, you have to have a graph. Nobody, it's all marked out oh, on your well, graph. There's no plan for a graph. There, after, no, on your boat, you got to have a graph. Like a like a GPS? Yes. No, don't have that. Don't have that sophisticated <laughs> electronics. Other than a depth finder and a fish finder, you could find, you know, but that's kind of looking behind you necessarily. I mean, a little bit in front. Yeah, that's no. Mm. But that's not going to do it. No. So... Mm-mm. Anyways, ah, you know, they say you haven't fished the Gulf uh, uh, or the Galveston Bay or the Gulf area unless you've had to get out and push. Yeah. Okay. I did not know that well-known fact. (laughs) And so... Well, that's what guys say they get stuck. I mean, I I fished that area my whole life. I haven't got out and pushed. Well... Everybody got out and pushed this one because it was like, we need to go over there, I think. Someone, after we got stuck, after we had to push it out, all the guys were out, because you couldn't use the, you know, the motor, right? We couldn't trim it down far enough to do anything. Right. Because we were literally in 18 inches of water. That's a lot, The boat actually. worked. I That's mean, it lot. went down to a foot. 
Yeah. Right. But in some areas, but it was popping up. It was pretty, I guess it'll draft in up to 18. So, I mean, I can't go in six inches of water. Oh, man. You took a boat that only drafts in 18 inches of water. That's pretty deep, actually. I think it's between a foot and 18, but I'm going to say 18. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Somewhere you got to take that a area. lot. That's not a saltwater bay It's boat. okay. It worked great. It was fine. But you have to download a map. So they were out there all like, okay, one guy had cell service. And that okay. was it. So then we downloaded, he downloaded a map. Navionics. And uh, it was U-Boat, uh, no, I-Boat USA. Yeah. Really, really, really good. Okay. And you get a download, you get like six downloads, and then they'd make you pay for it. <laughs> so we ran out, and it's like, who's going to pay for this now? But it showed that there is a very small channel. It's about, oh, eight feet wide, and it goes in a U around this whole area. And now I know why the captain's out there. They're like, we're like, follow him, you know? And but don't, because their boat's going like four inches of water. Right. Well, they were staying in the channels. <laughs> okay. I mean, it was not the wind was blowing um, out of the south, nineteen to twenty miles an hour. Yeah. So you've got a big aluminum boat, right? <laughs> big tracker boat stuck on a sandbar. Twenty degree. You know, no, not stuck. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was the worst part. Getting out and pushing, uh, pushing and pushing and pushing. The trolling motor wouldn't work because the waves were so big it would push it out of the water and go, you know, are you getting where I'm going now? But eventually, after we found the channel and we got the approximate area and we could kind of look at the depth finder and go, okay, we're in the channel. That's how you, that's how I navigated, which is with the depth finder and just kind of went along and went, Okay, it's getting deeper here. Then okay, stay this course, and that was it. And uh, of course, you know, salt water is different. But we got finally after the third try of not being blown away. I mean, the the anchor wouldn't wouldn't set because it was twenty mile an hour winds and and things were blowing really hard and fast. We'd throw the anchor out there, but it wouldn't catch on that sandy, muddy you know bottom, right? Yeah. I guess the only thing I found was everybody has dual power poles out there. I'm like, huh, that would be nice. Yeah. Right? Because they pop, pop, pop them in. I guess the redneck way is to trim your engine, your motor, all the way down. You can do that. Yeah, that's what I did. It's not good. Not good because you get a lot of sand up in your uh, prop, and then that in turn leads to your impeller, which then your impeller wears out sooner. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to end we're out the Your bottom end you know what being worn out like that but we finally the good news is we found a place and uh it was on round bird island a little cove on the edge where it stuck out protected us from the wind yeah and we were able to uh get right on the edge of that channel and oh man we were catching uh bonnet head shark okay flounder yeah uh reds no kidding yeah and a lot of crabs <laughs> so it was really weird. I mean, it's like uh, fishing in an aquarium down there. So it it's like the Wild West. There are no markers. There's nothing. There's well, no... there are. There's there's these things called GPS units that everybody has now on what? their boats, and they are. It's full of markers. It shows you exactly where to go and how to get there. Hmm. Yeah. My <laughs> Christmas, maybe you can uh, remind me of that. Um, 
But I know your boat's got like it looks like the Batmobile. It's got a great big giant flat screen with hey, color graphs. You got to be able to see where you're going. Now it, you see why it makes sense to have those. But pirates didn't have those. It shouldn't be that way. You're not a pirate. Uh, <laughs> you're not a pirate. You're not even close. I hate I to break it to feel you. Feel like there are pirates everywhere because you go to a bait shop and you want to talk about you know what you want to walk into a different world. You go to a bait shop down on the coast. Oh yeah, and yeah. I said, hey, why don't you call them and ask them how much? They go, you we don't you don't call a bait shop. And I said, why not? Why can't you call a bait shop? So we ended up going in one and uh, <laughs> not and calling, not calling. And right. the lady was like, oh, I don't know about that. I don't know. And so anyways, I asked her, I yeah. said, hey, if does anybody ever call? She so goes, your first time to the coast, you had a uh, interesting experience. Was it a fun time? I mean, your first time to the coast without you, your handheld and y'all just doing things on your own, trying to figure it out. Or your own. Well, I, I do have another story for another segment, and that right. is... We'll try. And... Uh, but that's dock fishing at night. Oh, God. And that I got to tell you the most amazing story. Okay. But I will tell you, it was like the Wild West. It really was neat to get out and do an adventure. I mean, the winds, the current, the rip, nothing was the same. Yeah. Fishing wasn't the same. Buying bait, I think the shrimp are gold-plated down there. That's how much they are. Sun Automotive, everyone at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. It can be hard to find the mechanic you can trust, but we trust our friends at Sun Auto Service. They hire only ASC certified technicians when it comes to auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, transmission service. Sun Auto sincerely appreciates the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Auto Service repair shop nearest you. Give them a follow on Facebook or check them out at sunautoservice.com, 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and Lakeway, 1206 Ranch Road, 620 Sun Auto Service. Uh, coming up next, we'll talk a little fishing, um, plus we, uh, we'll get into a little uh, tougher topic. We uh, lost a couple of the greats in the fishing industry this week. We'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, you get it only one place. Plus, we'll, of course, we'll have all your favorite segments coming up later this hour. Outdoor news, the weird game, Warden field notes, all that and more. You get it only one place right here. It's the Outdoor Zone, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Andy Morgan, and I fish FLW, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Hi, welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. The bunkhouse. Hey, you know, we were just talking about going down to the coast. And if you want a little bit of the coast here in Austin, you can go to... The Austin's hottest new restaurant, The Shore, Raw Bar and Grill. Our, our amazing friends at Shore are serving regional coastal cuisine, combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. They, they have a really cool selection of oysters, dollar golf oyster special, serving or starting at 5 p.m. on Mondays. They have a happy hour three with $3 off all appetizers and drink specials, and don't miss the fabulous desserts 
Oh, don't miss those spiced chocolate cake, lean, or key lime pie, tres leches, summer cheesecake, and house-made ice creams and sorbets. Man, the owners Rick and Rick Wahlberg and Jim Snyder invite you to join them at the shore. It's located just over there off uh, Highway 71 West, a covered bridge, just west of the Y in Oak Hill. The Shore, Raw Bar and Grill at www.shoreatx.com. Go get you some. Um, so this week, a tough week in the fishing world. We had uh, just a week or two ago, we had Glenn Brown uh, pass away. He was mm. an FLW Tour uh, angler for many years, um, a Florida guy, uh, very well respected, very, you know, uh, sincere and, and, and a great guy. He passed away. He had been battling cancer for uh, several years and not an old guy, you know, not not somebody you were expecting would pass away mm. uh, necessarily, but uh, but a sad deal there. And then uh, kind of makes you think about life a little bit. And uh, yeah, where, well, we this week we, we had uh, this week we had a tough one for me personally. Uh, yep. You know, we get real on the show sometimes, and uh, I fished with a young man um, for many years. Uh, fishing tournaments, team tournaments all around Texas. Uh, we made trips to Oklahoma and Louisiana and Alabama, uh, fishing team tournaments and and uh, chasing chasing the bass fishing world around. And uh, my buddy David Cosner and longtime fishing partner um, had a chronic illness that uh, ultimately turned. Um, uh, fatal this week and uh just you know it was it was a long time coming he'd battled over uh, 400 500 surgeries uh he had uh, spent um the last 11 years fighting the uh fighting the fight but he His, stayed ahead of it he 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 fought it and 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 you know two comas uh, one nine days long, one eleven days long, both times having to learn how to re how to walk again. Wow! Uh, mm. Both times, you know, the family assuming his parents assuming that that was the end, uh, that he was going to die. And I mean, these were several years ago, mm. and uh, you know so it's been an up and down battle for years and years and years and uh some some hope here some hope there um but ultimately um it took his life this week and and he uh it is absolutely mind blowing to see yep the impression he he had more positivity more drive than anybody i've ever met his uh, leg his, I think it's a legacy. Really, well, the right? legacy that he leaves behind is stronger than any hundred-year-old man that I've ever seen. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's people that live three times as long as he did and don't don't make half the impressions he did. He made a lifetime and, uh, in the amount that he had. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I saw where people were commenting. You know, he he fulfilled what God sent him down here to do. You know, <laughs> he, he just fulfilled man. it early. Yep. 
You know, his quota was long, well done. <laughs> and uh, he was on, ta- on on task. And and it's just amazing to see and hear the stories. And I know there's so many more that we don't see and hear. But you look through social media mm-hmm. and all his stuff, people posting like, "I never met you, but you changed my life." You know, like what? With one of your Who positive stories. Yeah. yeah, reading your story and following right. you and hearing your positivity through the whole thing. You changed my life. You know, like I. You know, time and time and time again, I hear these stories and have been hearing these stories. And, and I'm getting uh, goosebumps right now because that time that he came in and talked about uh, to the bunkhouse and he came in and talked about the only thing that's going to cure me is a full block transplant. That right. means from the esophagus all the way down. Yeah. Basically taking it's Frankenstein, you know, and uh, he looked at that and what he carried around for the uh, for his life, what he was trying to stay ahead of and what he did for so long. Right. But to carry it in a positive, that Superman and the ladybug and have a positive influence on people. Yeah. They probably look at, that's where he had the influence. People that were battling things were able to look at him and go, I can keep going. Yeah. I can keep doing what I was here to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, that will always impress me. He was on point. And positive. Started the Texas State Bass cl- uh, bass Fishing Team, yep. which continues through today. He uh, finished and graduated at Texas State University, which was a battle in itself when you're Absolutely. going in and out of the hospital as many times as he was. Beautiful thing. Got to walk the stage with his brother, his younger brother, Dylan, wow. and uh, they got to walk it together. And, man, that is that is cool in itself. Um, and... Uh, I mean, his dad and him have come up with a fishing product that is now at the biggest online tackle store in the world, Tackle Warehouse. You can buy the Dr. Cause uh, line spooling yeah. station and system, uh, cool. which is awesome. Check that out. Um, but, uh, you know, just a, just a huge amount of accomplishments. His biggest goal... You know, he was getting pretty sick. We had we had stopped fishing team stuff together because I told him one of the hardest things I've ever had to tell him was <laughs> if you're going to have if you're going to be able to fish a team event, I, you're not going to fish it with me anymore. And I, and, you, you didn't know, want to push him. No, no. I said so. You're not going to fish it with me anymore. I said if you have time to fish a team event, you're going to fish it with your dad. Amen. His dad, he loved that time with his dad. Yep. There's times where I felt a little guilty <laughs> that I got to spend that time with him on the boat. You know, right, his right. dad would be on the bank and rooting us on and <laughs> texting and calling and saying, come on, guy. Yeah, good job, guys. How's the fish? You know, um, so, uh, you know, he was a huge fan. And I said, if you got time and they got to do that, they got to do that some at that point mm. um but he he set his mind to fish uh the bass masters yep and uh and made it to the very first bass master event last year which was a big huge battle a huge sponsors battle. and well i everything. mean he I mean, just health wise just getting there i know but you had that and all launching the yeah. boat right and getting to drive through the first day of the bass master open down in uh where were we? Mississippi, I mean, was just a huge battle and a, and a success. So, uh, you know, they called his name. 
He was mm-hmm. the the pro in the boat and made it through. So, um, man, just an incredible legacy. It's it's hard for me to, to put it all in words. I'll I'll give information about where uh, on the on the Facebook page or whatever where uh, we're going to probably uh, at the end of July do a kind of a fisherman's meetup at um, Walter E. Long, Decker Lake. Mm-hmm. He loved going out to yeah. Decker and fishing. And so uh, we may do a, a big fisherman's meetup. I'll mention that here. So if you have heard his story or uh, just want to be a part of that and uh, and know David Cosner, then um, a great way to uh, kind of pay your respects in the fishing world. Mm-hmm. Um, another way, too, the family uh, has decided in lieu of flowers and all that kind of stuff that they are um, they are uh, pushing everybody to donate to Kids Outdoor Zone, which is obviously a program we love to endorse here. KidsOutdoorZone.com backslash David Cosner will take you to the um, donations page there. So take a look at that. McBride's Guns. With the way society is pounding on our gun rights and uh, our rights to own guns, we support a local gun shop. That's McBride's Guns. They're an Austin family-owned and operated local full-service firearm dealer. Looking for a youth model rifle or shotgun, looking for your personal carry, McBride's Guns has a gunsmith right there on staff. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can give them a call, 512-472-3532 or online, McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns, your hometown gun shop. All right. Coming up next, Outdoor News of the Weird. You get it only one place right here. It's the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. It's the Outdoor Zone. Find us at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, I'm Randall Tharp, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Hi, welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. Oh, yeah. Talking about celebrating, we're going to celebrate summertime in a new Jeep with the top off, windows down, enjoying the perfect weather. I'd like to roll with this a little bit of rain. Wouldn't that be cool for a little Jeep cruising? Man, they're giving you thousands off massive inventory in 2019 Jeeps, like the 2019 Motor Trend SUV of the year, the 2009 Jeep Wrangler. It's that classic American look we all love with the new technology, design upgrades, and some amazing safety features like rear park assist, blind spot monitoring, and rear cross path detection. Also available, the 2009 Grand Cherokee from the road to the ranches. The 2009 Grand Cherokee can take you anywhere you want to go with a built-in four point or eight point. Oh man, it's bigger than I thought. It is 8.4 inch touchscreen, dual pane, power sunroof, and active safety technologies we just talked about. It meets the demands of the most demanding. So Head out to the Superstore. They have a huge, super size selection and savings at the number one 
Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram sales leader in Central Texas, Nile Maxwell Superstore over at 620 and 183 in Austin or visit them online at nilemaxwellsuperstore.com. This week's news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. Well, it consumed the bass fishing world. Not your normal Outdoor News of the Weird this week, but it consumed the bass fishing world. And yes, it was weird enough. The dark secret of America's big bass guru. Uh Uh-oh. An article that came out by Kellen Ellis on sdfish.com, which I believe symbolizes San Diego uh, fish, uh, uh, kind of an area in California known as the big bass capital of the world in some instances. Uh, There's some lakes down there that stock rainbow trout. Wow. And big bass love rainbow trout. Mm. Love to eat them. Love those trout. And uh, they get the trout. they get giant. Uh hence Huge. some of the biggest fish in the world have world. come out of California. Um and there was a guy many years carried the title the big bass guru. He was on the cover of Bassmaster magazine twice. Mm. Uh, over the wow. as as recent as I believe like 2012, 2013, something like that, he was on the cover of Bassmaster magazine. Many aspire, dream, many fish the Bassmasters and don't even make the cover shot. But this guy had done it twice on Bassmaster magazine. And a guy named Mike Long. Okay, uh, he was considered the legend of California big bass. Fishing. Okay. Good setup. Now I'm sitting here. I want to know what, what, what? So an article came out. <laughs> Kellen Ellis, another local big bass expert in California, came out with this article uh, going through a timeline of when Mike Long started fishing and showing up in the bass fishing scene. Yeah. And the interesting scenarios that. Uh-oh. transpired through tournaments and having won um, 15 out of 33 tournaments he's won uh, by himself is i'm smelling something fishy going on here so apparently according to this oh. article and all of these instances past fishing partners of mike long um uh just tournament stats in general and then video Ken Ellis videoed Mike Long fishing uh, with a hidden camera and hiding out and found that he was snagging these giant bass during springtime when they were on beds. Uh Snagging them with a big treble hook and a weight. Snagging them in the side of the face, just dragging and snagging them. And then would get them up to the camera and do a little piece with the camera. You know, I caught this on the swim bait or... uh, (laughs) And uh, Mike Long claimed to have had uh, 75 fish over 15 pounds and one over 20. Wow. 
He okay. had he had uh, claimed to have hundreds of bass over ten pounds. Wow. That's, many, many anglers go a lifetime without fish over 10 pounds. With one, without one. Um, but it's an absolutely intriguing article if you have any interest at all. It's a long read. Mm-hmm. It's on SD, uh, let's see here, sdfish.com. Intriguing article that goes through how uh, he borrowed another guy's fish to take a picture with, and it ended up in an article years later. That he had caught that fish, Man. and uh, I mean, just some absolutely intriguing things. Well, then, apparently, you know, a couple of the guys that started revealing some of the things he was doing in the local area would uh, two different guys had their lug nuts taken off their wheels, <laughs> oh. and they crashed. You know, went almost crashed their trucks, or Man. the lug nuts fell off the boat trailer Don't mysteriously. Mess with me. Huh mysteriously man this is like the fishing uh mafia this guy apparently showed up like in one guy's house hey don't what you're talking about son yeah we want to talk to you yeah no more hidden cameras scary scary stuff it's a mafia now and this guy was still uh getting paid mike long was has been getting paid you know with endorsements when you're there when you're of that caliber and apparently catching that many fish, 55% of the time uh, winning uh, tournaments sure. in your area or whatever the stats are, I mean, you're going to get some notoriety. And that's where the money is, right? Well, and that's where the money is. So, so that's, it, and, and is it the fame that drew him in? Uh, the probably, other thing interesting, yeah. a lot of the guys kind of the dig at the end of this article, uh, two of the guys that he partnered with, at certain times, which both, you know, ixnayed the partnership at some point, said that he uh, uh, what is wasn't even a good fisherman. Wow, like well, his skills and techniques were like way behind. What a con man! What a jerk! So I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. You can't judge him right I, now, right? I, mean, I don't know. He did pull all of his social media stuff down. He did. He did pull Yikes. his whole website down. That's kind of a that's kind of a sign that maybe right. instead of defending anything, he's just exited the the world, mm-hmm. uh, gone into hiding. It's a it's a black eye in the fishing world. Mm. You know, there's many many guys that grew up uh, looking up to this guy as mm. somebody that maybe had some incredible information catching giant bass, but uh, apparently well, it was a it was a fake. Hmm. It was a fake, according to this article and the information that's come forward, uh, kind of taking the at least the Western bass scene by swoop. Apparently they'd known out west for a long time, but the rest of the country yeah just didn't know and just Looked assumed just blind eye, he caught yeah. Dottie. Dottie mm, yeah. Dottie is a world famous, famous fish yeah. over twenty pounds. That uh, he was the one that caught Dottie. The first time, not the second time, but the first time. So are they going to have an asterisk by his uh, record now like they do? Well, the, that's what they're asking for now. They're asking the, that all the – because he owns like five lake records mm. and five different lakes in California. And they're like, uh, can we get those erased? That's a tough one. It yep. is. Yep. It is. I mean, how do you go back and prove it when it's 15 years ago? Right. 20 years ago. 
Some people would say don't mess with it. Others like, no, we need we need the purity of the sport. Right. For fish fishermen, make it legit. Don't yeah. make it some crazy uh thing where people are always talking about, you know, bigger fish and what they get. But kind of a black eye in the in the fishing world, in the bass fishing world, but uh one that I think is important in continuing and moving forward to get out. Uh so there aren't those hidden Sure. You know, things behind closed doors. Hey, we should tell everybody to protect the purity, you know, Absolutely. what you do when you fish. Um, you know, we had, I was telling you that we, yeah, we had one and it was a flounder. And guess right. what? Nobody on the boat out of all the gear we had, had a tape measure. So you had to let it go. I had, I had a sandal out. My shoe is like <laughs> size 13. I think that's a little big enough. We had lures and we were checking it with lures and threw it back in. And said, nope, don't want a game warden. We kind of stick out. So <laughs> we, we need to keep the purity of the show, the people that were on the boat, and uh, just out of uh, being outdoorsmen. The purity comes in bow hunting as well. One of the fastest growing sports in the country is archery in Central Texas. There's only one true archery shop. That's Archery Country. Find all the gear, targets, arrows, accessories you need on site and, and available for professional installation every day, Archery Country has Austin's only full-size range. How about a crossbow? Archery Country has the best brands and all the gear to get you up and hunting with a crossbow. 8121 Research Boulevard. They're closed Sunday and Mondays, but open back up on Tuesday. Go see our friends. Check them out online, austinarcherycountry.com. Get you one of them Traeger grills, too. Oh. All right, uh, let's see. What do we got coming up? We got, uh, oh, Game Warden Field Notes. You don't want to miss this one. You get it only one place right here. It's the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. It's the Outdoor Zone. Find us 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back. You know what I mean. If you're like me, you're always looking for the best. Where's the best vacation spot? Where's the best food in town? Heck, we even have best friends. So why not drive the best? Well, you can now in a new Honda. For style and sophistication, try the 2019 Honda Accord LX, one of Car and Driver's 10 best. It features push-starting display, heads-up display, and, of course, my favorite, Honda Sensing. Honda suite of safety and driver-assisted features like lane assist, collision detection, and road departure. Or, if you want more out of your midsize SUV, there's the 2019 Honda Pilot. Named the 2019 Best Buy of the Year among midsize SUVs, according to Kelly Blue Books, KBB.com. Standard with Honda Sensing, a suite of safety and driver-assisted features. So if you envy, so if envy drives you, drive a Honda and test drive the perfect Honda today from your central Texas Honda dealers. Car and driver January 2019. For more information, visit Kelly Blue Books, KBB.com. Kelly Blue Book. It's a registered trademark of KBB, Kelly Blue Book, Company Incorporated. Now it's time for this week's Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true 
Game Warden Field Notes. Uh, on June 25th, June 25th, Game Wardens assigned to the Maritime Tactical Operations Group were contacted by the United States Coast Guard sector in Corpus Christi in reference to a Mexican fishing boat they had stopped. The vessel was spotted by USCG air assist in waters of the United States and intercepted by a fast boat out of USCG station in South Padre. The Mexican fishing vessel with four people on board had six red snapper, one shark, and three other fish along with miles of illegal long line gear and high flyer marker buoys. The vessel and crew were turned over to the Texas Parks and Wildlife uh, Maritime Tactical Operations Group at the South Padre Island Station. All the crew were charged with fishing by illegal means and methods, and the vessels were seized. <laughs> Man, I love that. I love that our game wardens have a tactical operations team, operations group. Uh, Texas game wardens are investigating a fatal boating accident from this week on Lake LBJ. Our thoughts and prayers are with family and friends of those impacted as well. So. Just that wanted was a to, bad one. Yeah, bring that to the attention that uh, guys and gals, you've got to be careful. It's that time of year where we're all wanting to be out on the lake, out on the boat, and uh, was that a nighttime? I believe it collision? was a nighttime deal, um, but it happens every year. You got to get your lights on, man. Night and day. Uh, yeah, I and mean, it didn't it's, hit a bass boat? I'm not sure of the scenario. Okay. I didn't. I didn't uh, dig into. The situation, uh, I think a lot of details are still mm-hmm. coming out. But uh, our game wardens respond to that stuff. Our game wardens respond to right. boating accidents, to illegal fishing. You know, they don't know who they're going to pull up to in a boat out in the middle of the ocean. You know? I mean, that could right. go south real fast. Yeah. And it has gone south real fast. And uh, Did so- you see that one uh, where a guy... Uh, going over the border fence uh, over the Rio Grande River. He was videotaping them, uh, videotaping, I guess, videoing them. Um, they had pulled somebody out of the water that was either trying to cross or got caught, you know, got caught up in the water, and uh, they were giving them CPR, trying to revive. That was the game wardens. Right. Having to revive the guy. Yeah. Trying to. Right. Well, and then you don't think about that those guys got to go home at night. You know, with a family, a lot of them have families, and mm-hmm. they got to go home at night and and deal with that. You know how they? I mean, all of our first responders do that. We had, um, yeah, we had a game warden come out and uh, talk to the kids uh, for one of our hunting outings, and he was wearing sunglasses, and he talked about how he always wears sunglasses now yeah. because he was down on the Rio Grande River, and it was on a patrol boat. And they were going, trying to catch this guy, just buzzing along the shore. Yeah. And these reeds, those reeds with the big cottontail, I forget yeah. what they call them. Cattails. Cattails, and they have a pokey. I'll yeah. just call it a pokey, like a <laughs> finger coming out. Yeah. And he said one of those went smack right into his eye, right into his glasses, broke his glasses. Oh, And yeah. it just caused a, you know, scar, but it could have poked his eye out. Yeah. The reed. And he's like, we always wear sunglasses, man. Oh, and that's man. why. 
Yeah, well, there's a lot of reasons to wear sunglasses, but I, uh, I absolutely, I can't walk into Walmart. I have a hard time in oh, here because the lights. Yeah, <laughs> my eyes are so sensitive, being that I wear sunglasses twenty four seven. Do you uh, polarized? Of course, right? Of course, amphibiaeyegear dot com. Is it the? Uh, are they are they uh, mirrored, or do you like the uh, other I kind? Use, I like plastic lenses. Uh, I've so had a buddy break. that had yeah. uh, glass lenses that uh, uh, had a hook fly, broke, shattered the glass on the glass lens, ended up in his eye and had a bunch of surgeries, messed up his eye because of okay. the glass from the eye from the glasses. So I like a plastic lens. Um, yeah, and polarized, absolutely. Why would you wear anything else? And, of course, the hangers. You know, got to keep those on, right? That's right. The uh, Costa hangers. Hey, we've got to take a break. <laughs> on the flip side, we've got a whole other hour. It's the Outdoor Zone. We're going to dig into, uh, we've got your 10 best outdoor family adventure destinations. A bunch of these I've been on. Uh-huh. I'm sure you have plenty of information. The <laughs> travel expert over here. Uh, Beefsteak, he knows where to eat, what restaurants to stop at, what exit they're at. We probably won't get into that, but we'll go over some of these, see where you've been. Road Rash, maybe you've been to a few of these, and we'll see uh, see if you've been to any of these. Plus, your Peter Report, Armed Citizens Report, all that and more. It's the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. You get it right here every Sunday from 7 to 9 a.m., or you can check us out on iTunes, Spotify, and the other one, SoundCloud. And don't forget, you may get a Beefsteak Golf report. We got one more story. Oh my gosh! One uh, more good story about steak. dock fishing. Another. Oh my gosh! Beef steak you won't story believe from the it. Coast. You won't believe it. Uh, right here. Check us out twenty four seven at three sixty three sixty five at theoutdoorzone.com.